you make the senator we talked about as as the antagonist, mm -hmm. but uh, there's kind of another institutional villain. I get the feeling in this in this story. Um, yeah, Sheriff Parker. Oh well, maybe there's two. Oh, who who were you thinking about? I was thinking about the BLM. Oh, that is an institutional. But are they more ambivalent? Maybe they're not all the bad. The BLM is kind of the palette on which all of this crap is painted on, right? <laughs> and the BLM, I don't see the BLM as being an evil institution or a benevolent institution. Uh, in the book, because uh, Senator Rudd is a powerful senator, he can control the BLM to his own personal use and he does so at his discretion um, and, and uh, you know in in modern day politics the BLM and wild horses do clash mm -hmm. and there is a, a, a constant pressure for because the BLM they're mandated by Congress to manage the wild horses and um, uh, so you know that's a that's a big deal. You've got all the millions of acres. You've got, you know, I don't know how many wild horse herds there are. And, 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 but, you know, that puts a strain as those horse uh, populations grow. It puts a strain on the resources, it, you know, and then you get pressure from the cattle industry. And, and uh, you got the environmentalists on the other side trying to, you know, just get, you know, horses and cattle off the land and, you know, just lock up everything. Uh, so the tortoises don't die, and um, I, so the BLM kind of is in the center of this of this hurricane, you know, of politics, uh, and and that does there's there's a little bit of story backstory on that. Well, it's a bureaucracy, right? Well, it, the BLM's a bureaucracy, but then you've got the cattle industry, you've got the environmentalists, you've got the wild horse advocates, you know. I mean, it, there's it, it's it's uh, a battlefield basically out there because there is that we've stopped the horse slaughter in the states it's illegal to slaughter a horse for meat or for uh, products of any kind um, and where that, before that law was passed the BLM could cull the horses you know round them up take the excess horses Taken to slaughter, be done with it. Now <clears throat> they take the excess horses and they put them in holding pens. Um, there's one here in Utah, uh, and and so the horses are gathered together in, in this kind of strange environment. And there's an adopt a horse program, but uh, yeah, let's go get a wild Mustang for little Sally, right? I mean, it's just not real practical to try to get homes for those horses. So this is really kind of a strange uh, environment right now, and it's, it's, it's tragic on a, in a certain sense, and there's no easy answers to it. Um, but there, there is a, there's a whole story to that, a whole backstory to that as well. I'm just curious, there is a scene, and I don't want to give any spoilers, but there is a scene where, as I recall, there uh, is a helicopter being used to drive the horses. Yes. And um, does that terrorize them, the wild herds? Yes. Is, is that 
That would something terrorize a wild horse. Yes. <laughs> horses, you know, horses, they're, they're just the nature. They're, they're, they're prey animals. And, and so they're very alert for any little thing that might come and eat them. And, uh, and so, you know, they're always grazing. They've got one eye out looking. Uh, in, in the structure of a herd, you'll have the, the you know, the, the main herd, you know, kind of in, in protected in here. And then, you know, the, the, the stallions are on the outside, you know, making sure everything is ready okay. to do battle. Yeah, and, and so you put a helicopter above these wild horses. Yeah, that, that terrorizes yeah. My, my next thought, and sorry, it doesn't really have a lot to do with the book, but you see all of this beautiful footage on, on PBS of horses running on the range, and you know that it's a helicopter shot. <laughs> so. Right. right. And, you know, and, and, and uh, what are you going to do? Okay, well, uh, let's go back to, to that other um, uh, perhaps institutional building, the sheriff's office, okay. Sheriff Parker. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tell us about Sheriff Parker. What's his motivation? Is is he related to Senator Rudd? He's Senator Rudd's nephew. He's Senator Rudd's sister's son. And he was put in charge of the town to carry out the wishes of the senator. And he does a pretty good job of it. And uh, he's got all the modern conveniences of technology and because there's just largesse, you know, raining down on his department from, from his connections in Washington. And uh, he is tasked to, uh, uh, you know, investigate. Well, I guess we've got to, you know, there, there is a tragedy that happens out in, on Senator Rudd's ranch where men die and horses die. There's this, this, something happens out there. And it's Parker's job to blame it on Angel Ridge to kind of fulfill this family feud. And uh, that happens. And uh, so the sheriff, I know, he has a lot of great toys. And that's, that's pork barrel politics yes. coming into play. That's right. Um, what about as a man? What about as a human being? Um, the character of, of the sheriff is, is a petty man, uh, quick to anger, vindictive, not real happy with himself, and uh, that, that comes to bear on, on the people that he tries to prosecute. Um, Ken's boss? Matthew is it? Well, Matthew is, is, is Rosie's brother. And, and Matthew owns the, the television station that Ann works at. And Matthew has a lot of clout in, you know, getting his version of the, of the story out. And so he uses his position in, 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 on his side of the family feud to, to, you know, sling his rocks and, and arrows at, at, uh, sen at the senator. You mean this isn't fair and balanced journalism? <laughs> yeah, there's no such thing as fair and balanced journalism. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> but so so we have this, you know, so Matthew Clark, 
who who's Rosie's brother has a he's got a dog in the, in the hunt and and uh, he sends Anne up there unknowingly to her to kind of get you know to to help his side against you know in the family feud and and Anne kind of gets caught in the middle of this whole thing and she didn't know it at first and you know finally it dawns on her what's going on and of course she's a little resentful you know she's like hey, you know so anyway there's there's that there's this kind of a tension there as well and, and uh, uh, you know Anne gets caught up in this whole just you know drama between the Clarks and the Rudds and you know the horses are in the middle and um, she gets swept up in that and, you know a little beat up 